Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Random Fit. Uh, my name is Wendy Batts, and I'm here today with my co-host, Mr. Ken Miller. Ken, how are you? I am good, Wendy. And how are you today? I'm just living the dream every day. So. <laughs> <laughs> I like uh, we have every, every week. Every day, yes. Every so I have to remind myself just in case, you know, just in case I start to forget, I have to say it out loud. Um, but we have a fun, I think it's going to be a super fun episode for you guys today. Today we are actually talking about gym etiquette and we want you to be a good human and um, clean up after yourselves basically. But uh, we often I'm going to speak for myself, but I, I sound like I'm speaking French here because I'm saying we can. And I know that you can agree with a majority of these. Um, being a personal trainer, we see a lot of things happening within the gym or even people that are doing things at home, um, whether you're a trainer that's going to people's houses inside outdoors, doesn't matter. Um, but there are certain like there's a certain protocol that you should have while you're at the gym and certain things that you want to think about. Um when you're at the gym, you're working out with yourself or you and your trainer should consider when when other people are around. And I think we're going to hit some some fun and hot topics that sometimes people might not be aware of. So we want to bring it to the forefront. Ken, yeah, what do you think? yeah, no. And I think it's, um, you know, definitely a appropriate topic, especially now that as gyms are opening up, people are starting to go in to facilities and sharing spaces. And with, with a lot of places, I mean, where especially where I am, I think the capacity is something like 10% um, indoor. Um, those that have had outdoor capabilities definitely had, you know, they can they can do what they want as far as as far as the number of people that they have available to come in. They can, you know, that as far as I know, there's no cap on that. But here's the thing. Either way, you're you're sharing space, you're sharing equipment. And you're you're amongst other people in this uh, in this environment now. So I think we we do need to revisit some <laughs> of these things that uh, you know we, we used to say okay you know way back when you know when we used to work out. But these are the things that you know we're going to have to remind ourselves as far as okay we have to socialize again. We have to be with other people. And okay, so just as a little reminder, and for those of you that have not seen some of these things, just know that um, th they happen. And so that if it does <laughs> they happen, happen. Yeah, these things do happen. And uh, if you if you haven't seen some of these things that we are bringing up, then uh, uh, you've been very lucky up to this point. But we are, <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna share a couple things, you know, from Wendy's perspective, as well as mine. I mean, we I, I mean, Wendy, you're on the East Coast, I'm on the West Coast. But you know, it's funny when we kind of prep for this, you know, the the fact that we've both seen a lot of the same stuff. Oh. It's it's um, it's actually kind of it's I mean, it's really funny, but that's that's the culture of of the health and gym environment as we're as we're going to talk about it today. So, yeah. Why don't you start off with? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you're listening to this and you haven't seen it and we start talking about it, you will be amazed when you go back into your gym that, oh my goodness, this is truly happening because it's yeah. sometimes you're just unaware. And I think we just, like I said, awareness, we want to teach you to be aware and um, mm -hmm. also be very respectful uh, to others that are, that you're obviously sharing the facility with. And one of the first yeah. ones I wanted to start with was, man, watch your sweat. 
Okay. And what I mean by that is I work with all different types of individuals. And it seems like if you are, uh, if you perspire a lot, you're on my, my roster for the day. And, um, you know, one of the things that, that I, I notice with these guys that I train mm -hmm. is I have them do all different levels and especially on high impact days, or if we're doing a power day that when I have them doing something such as a leg circuit, that their sweat will go everywhere everywhere i have them wipe their bodies down before they go and by the time they're finished the exercise they are just profusely sweating and it's it literally starts to like almost hit people if we don't spread away or spread out away from others because i i don't want their sweat to hit them because i know it hits me which is disgusting however this is my client i know i you know i'm, I'm very close to my clientele even though i don't want to wear their sweat so one thing on my um high sweaters, if you will. I don't even know if that's what I should title them. Um, I often ask them, hey, can you wear like a hoodie? You know, a hoodies, a hoodie shirt. Um, my athletes, you pretty much already do that, which mm -hmm. I was like in the very beginning when I first started working with professional athletes, I was wondering why do they come in with a hoodie? And then as I now work with them more and more and we advance through the model, I am just grateful for it because it kind of helps contain <laughs> their sweat. Um, but I mean, you've got to think about it, not just it being gross. I mean, obviously you don't want to wear someone else's sweat, but you want to think of it on a safety standpoint too. Um, so people will sweat. I mean, that's just the nature of being in a gym and that's why people are there. They're there to sweat. So um, just as, you know, when you're thinking about etiquette, just wipe every piece of equipment down the best that you can. And if they sweat on the floor or they sweat on a box or they sweat on anything or anything around it, wipe it up immediately because somebody could walk and hit that piece of sweat, you know, and then end up falling. And, you know, you don't want someone to slip or something because of mm -hmm. something that your client, you know, your client did and you just walked away from like, it wasn't a big deal. Right. And, you know, for, for those solutions, you know, when it comes to wiping <laughs> things down, I, you know, gyms, I mean, especially these, I mean, they're going to be, I don't want to say over-equipped, but they're going to be, you know, well-equipped with the, th the things that you need to kind of keep things clean, like uh, towels and a spray bottle or well, paper towels, spray bottles, those wipes that are already, you know, they're already, they already have the cleaner on them. Um, I, you know, there's some pretty cool trash cans out there that, that have the little dispenser. That, we have those. Yeah. Yeah. So, and those are really cool. You mean, just pull out a couple, boom. Or if you know, that you're that what did you call it a high a high sweater a high sweater uh, <laughs> after you give them a bottle of water you know you got to replenish those fluids uh, you know if you know you're gonna sweat all over everything I mean have the stuff ready you know mm -hmm. um, if you if your if your gym does have a towel service you know say hey listen I'm you know I like to, <laughs> I like to sweat a lot um, get an extra towel I had uh, one one gym member comes to mind his name is was Brad and he would spend an hour on the recumbent bike and he would just have, he would lay a towel under his seat on his backing and he would have one laid out just right under the right foot pedal, right under the left foot pedal. Cause he knew, and, and it was, it was really nice of him because he knew that, you know, I was the guy that had to clean up after him when he got off of the, off of the thing. Mm -hmm. uh, but if you know, you're, if you're one of those guys that does tend to sweat quite a bit. Nothing wrong with having two towels on you. Nothing wrong with having the wipes ready to go so that, you know, instead of leaving your spot, going to get the, the cleaner and then coming back, you know, if you have it there, I mean, it's, it's just that easy. 
So um, as far as that goes, yeah, I mean, there, there is a safety issue because you don't want to, you don't want to slip or, you know, or from kind of, let's say, spreading viruses and, and things like that, you know, you just want to be able to to clean up after yourself and kind of self-contain um, <laughs> what you, what you leave behind. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, sweat, I mean, that's what those, what that's what those facilities are for. And if you're not sweating, then you're not working out hard enough, but there is, you know, those that do tend to perspire a little bit more than the rest of us. So that's right. That's well, right. I'm bring, actually bring one a, of those guys. Yeah. <laughs> bring a beach towel. Like I said, <laughs> yeah. another change of clothes, wipe down before, wipe down after your your body, and then yeah. and then just just be aware. Um, you know, for those of you guys that are joining us, we're talking about gym etiquette. I'm Wendy Batts. I'm here with Ken Miller. Um, we just talked about don't be that crazy sweater and walk away from it. And one of the next ones, oh, this one gets me every time. Yeah. Ken, when you first initially said it and then I started adding on, I mean, we just kept this laundry list going. Um, one thing that drives me, it's a big pet peeve of mine and it's very unsanitary <laughs> is don't walk by and spit in the water fountain. Don't do a loogie and leave it. Don't farmer blow anywhere in the gym because that is disgusting. Or even if you're hiking and you're outside and you know people are behind you, don't do a farmer blow. Please don't do that. It's disgusting and you never know when the wind might drift behind and you know other people have to wear that and it's gross. If you need to to you know get something up, go to the bathroom, right? Simple. Yeah. All right, next topic. Uh, <laughs> I, well, you know, and here's the thing with uh, with um, with water fountains. There's some facilities that do encourage you to bring your own water bottle. Yeah, take you know, bring your own flask, uh, water bottle flask. That is, um, and uh, only because their water fountains are are shut off. I mean, um, for the most part. But I mean, just for your own safety's sake, I you know, I. I'll bring my own water bottle when I'm in those environments, when I'm in those environments anyway. But uh, mm -hmm. yeah, just just from the standpoint, yeah, that the, the whole water fountain thing and thinking that that's a place to do that is, you know, I mean, I was a kid once. I'm, I was gonna, <laughs> I'm not, uh, I'm not gonna say I'm totally innocent from this one. Oh, but, uh, come on, Ken, that's gross. I was younger. I was younger. I know better. I know better now. If you're going to fill up your water bottle too, you know, where the mouth goes, especially if you have used that, it's not a clean bottle. Um, just also don't put it close to, you know, where the water comes out. Like don't let your mouthpiece touch the actual yeah. faucet. Um, you know, that's, that's obviously not, um, not ideal. Uh, and obviously that's another way to spread germs. So we want to avoid that. And then can you want to, you want to lay on the next one? Um, yeah, and this is, I mean, this kind of, this goes back to what you talked about earlier with wiping things down and sweating a lot. Well, what, what pieces of equipment tend to elicit that kind of, uh, physiological response? Well, cardio equipment, you know, what, you know, you're, you're <laughs> in one spot for an extended period of time. And if you're running or biking or on the step mill for any, uh, higher level of intensity, you are going to drip sweat. And uh, good for you if you do, I mean, as you should. Um, but on the cardio equipment, couple safety pieces um, from that vantage point is uh, for your safety, wipe things down before you get on it. Nothing wrong mm -hmm. with that. I mean, and you're not, it's, it shouldn't be offensive to the person that <laughs> was getting off of the piece of equipment before you got onto it. It's not like, you know, you're gonna say, hey buddy, I don't trust you. Well, 
you trust them, but you really don't. Uh, but just to protect yourself, you know, wipe everything down that you're going to touch. That includes the screen as well, the start button, the stop button, and any handrails that you might be using for, for your own safety. So um, if you're on the treadmill, the little side railings that are usually there, any kind of emergency stop button that that's mm -hmm. available for you, anything that, you know, makes the intensity go up with either the speed or the incline, if that's a feature, but um, wipe it down before and after just for just for good measures, you know, so you're protecting you and your fellow exerciser in your facility. Well, and I also want to um, throw in there, too, especially if you're on a treadmill, the running boards where, you know, you've got the belt and you've got the two boards where you stand on when you're starting the treadmill as well as when you're mm -hmm. stepping off. Um, if you sweat and you're a big sweater or even if you use some of the cleaning solutions that are out there, you want to make sure that you completely wipe it down and wipe it off and don't leave some of that solution because it can make it awfully slippery. And, um, you know, and I've Good seen point. that happen before is that, you know, people like spray it down or they just kind of wipe it and leave it. And the next person gets on, they, you know, they get on, they straddle the piece of equipment and it's pretty slippery based on, you know, from the, the cleaning solution. Yeah. So just be cautious and aware. Um, so when you're getting on there too, make sure that it's not slippery before you, you know, obviously start the belt and that you feel safe being on it. But yes, definitely yeah. wipe it before and after. And another another big one um, is is kind of the equipment area. So if we're talking about, you know, the actual weight room, which is, you know, depending on your gym, there may be a cardio section and a weight room. And, you know, there's there's mirrors usually everywhere so people can check out what they're doing. And, um, you know, somebody's focusing on their form and they're focusing on something, they get their, their, their area. And, you know, you've got your spot in the gym and, you know, you pick up a whole bunch of pieces of dumbbells or pieces of equipment that you're going to want to do your circuit. And there, it's a really busy day. You're hogging a lot of equipment. And then on mm -hmm. top of that, you're utilizing a bunch of space where other people may be, you know, needing some of that if it's not a really big gym and it's it's more of a boutique type gym where there's not like multiple sets of of different weights. So you want to just, you know, don't hog all the equipment, you know, just try to try to think of what are, what are just a few pieces that you can use. I'm not saying don't grab multiple things to do your circuit the way you want to do that. It's just be very respectful, um, you know, and. Same thing. If you're using dumbbells, especially now, I usually will tell people to go grab two, um, you know, um, like you said, wipes or I grab it for my clients because I'm that trainer. That's very nice. Mm -hmm. um, so I'll grab two. I'll wipe down the, the handles. I'll hand them the actual um pieces of, you know, dumbbells, or I'll put them on the floor, um, still holding the wipes, because that way I'm not just picking them up and handing them to them. And then they finish doing it, they put it down, I will get different wipes, and then wipe them back off and put them and re-rack them. Um, you know, it just, it, it, it kills me when I see people at the gym. And like I said, they, they don't wipe things off, they sweat all over it, and then they just re-rack it, and they don't wipe anything down. So once again, we got to think about the trans transmission yeah. of viruses. We've got to think about the sweat aspect. We want to look at everything and just, just, mm -hmm. just wipe it off. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> dumb, dumbbells are equipment too, right? We can't, we can't <laughs> discount dumbbells as far as you know where, where things can, where things can go. But you know, I guess to your point, you know, it, it is one of those things that, with um, again, depending on the facility. 
somebody might only have an hour or 90 minutes as far as their access to the facility before they get the, you know, that big old hook and then it pulls them out of the gym and puts them out onto the street. So time, <laughs> time can be uh, pretty precious as far as access to the gym, whether it's, you know, designated days, designated times, um, just because again, some facilities are only for a certain percentage of um, uh, of the capacity of people that they're allowed to, to let in there. So some you try to cram in, you know, everything that you, you can do for that session. And that might include cardio and that might include the cable machine that might include selectorized equipment that'll include dumbbells. So it's not uncommon for someone to take a set of dumbbells, walk them across the room and put it right next to their seated chest press, just to name a piece of equipment. And then they grab a band and they, and they tie that to the nearest anchor point. And so now you've got this three station circuit happening around. Um, but then again, it's, it's not uncommon for somebody to say, Hey, um, those twenties you got there that you've been occupying for the last 15 minutes, you mind if I get a, a set in there? Mind if I work in with you? Um, mm-hmm. You know, wipe wipe them off when you when you pick it up, wipe them off before you hand it back. And you know, dumbbells are you know just as I guess as as good as any piece as far as the amount of people that are going to come in contact with it. So you might have to share. And I mean, depending on the facility, if they allow sharing equipment or if, you know, if you got your little section, then that whole area is yours for the time that you have it. But sometimes, you know, um, that is something that's open and free and you, you'll have to, you know, work in with somebody. Or if you have a workout partner, um, and, you know, you'll have to, you know, exercise caution from that standpoint too. But yeah, you're going to have to share and move on this whole taking a break, talking to somebody for three minutes and then getting your second set, that, that isn't going to fly anymore. So if you're, if you're just, if you're just uh, tuning in uh, and joining uh, both Wendy Batts and myself, we're here talking about gym etiquette on today's episode of Random Fit. So uh, I'm sure there's a lot of people with a lot of stories out there, but you know, these are different times and equipment sharing is going to be one of those things that it's going to vary from from gym to gym you just have to make sure that you know the gym's policy as far as that goes well and i think you know that actually kind of blends into two other main points that we were you know we were discussing earlier if you are going to move the dumbbells and i'm just picking on dumbbells it could be any you know barbell it could be whatever it is that you want you're moving it somewhere no matter what happens when you're done with your set you know of course wipe it down we've been talking about that we don't want to just keep pounding on that that topic (laughs) however it's super important but this is a big one this is a big one re-rack your weights and put Whoa. them not how what, about this how about this what are put you them back in the weight? right order like it kills me <laughs> i'll go to pick up you know where the 20s should be there's like uh-huh. 35s oh. there or where the 50s weren't were they're over on another side of the gym and i'm like mm-hmm. what is happening here so and nobody's over there nobody's over there but somebody used them at eight o'clock in the morning it's now 10 and i'm like uh, is anyone using those so then i have to take the time to obviously wipe it down before i touch it make sure that it's you know completely clean carry them over to where i need them to be and then re-wipe them down and re-rack so i shouldn't be the one picking up after people i am not anyone else's mother other than a five-year-old little boy that i actually had and i don't mind cleaning up after because that was my choice um, however, when you go to the gym, I am not your mother. I don't want to pick up your, your, and re-rack your weights, mm-hmm. but put yeah. them, you know, not only put them back, put them back in numerical order, the way that uh-huh. they are intended to be placed. 
Right. That's a big one. That's a big yeah. one. And that is another one that I see all the time. Don't yeah. just put them on the top. Don't put them on the top. If they go on the bottom rack, put them on the bottom. <laughs> we, we might as well have named this episode um, Jim Pet Peeves. Because, that, <laughs> that, <laughs> uh, you know, because there's nothing worse than it's busy and you pick up a 20 pound and then you think this the one that's next oh! to it is a 20 pound, but you picked up a 25 or the 15. Oh, yes. It's like, then by the time you get to the bench, you're like, dang, you know, <laughs> okay. Now, now you're on the hunt for the other 20. It's like, um, Hey dude, how many more sets? Now, now you got to ask somebody if you can borrow something. So, yeah, I mean, as you're saying, Wendy, and this is something that I used to do and, you know, people used to joke around about it with me is that well, now when it comes to me putting back the twenties and now let's just say the, the, these other set of weights are in the twenties spot. Then I have to take those out, put the twenties down. You know what? What's one more, you know, relocation of dumbbells going back where they should be. So if the fifteens were in the twenties, take the fifteens and put them in the fifteens. Don't just put them down and put the twenties back. Good for you for that first half, but put the other ones back where they're supposed to be. And you don't have to reorganize the whole rack. Just if you just oh, see, do, I do. I'm so type just A. Did, oh, oh, oh man, yeah. Like, I mean, I'll spend, you know, when I walk in, that's one of the things, the first thing that I do is that, you know, I already obviously have my programs written out. So I'm, I'm thinking ahead of like what I need and, you know, where I can mm -hmm. cause the least amount of damage with some of the people that I have in there, because we're going to be slamming med balls. We're going to be doing a lot of different things. So I'm trying to think of where I can kind of keep the peace with my mm -hmm. colleagues as, you know, and as well as be respectful to the members that are in the club. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, and so I'll go and check everything out and I may spend five minutes re-racking weights, which, you know, I shouldn't have to do. However, right. you know, if you know that they're out of order, just take the time, help somebody out because obviously yeah. they were in too big of a hurry or they just can't count. And so, um, you know, that's something, but, but that also kind of then brings us back to when I said there's mirrors usually that people are, you know, um, you know, yeah. at, at the, at the gyms and you've got someone that's really focusing on their form and, you know, obviously people use mirrors mm -hmm. for all different types of things. And that kind of brings us into another one we have, but when you're, when yeah. you're actually using the mirror to watch, let's say, you know, your knee positioning when you're going into like a squat or a lunge and you really are focusing on that. And especially as a trainer, I always want to teach my clients what they're doing. So I'll say, hey, watch this in the mirror. Do you see this is your knee? This is your toe. This is, you know, the position that I want you to be in. I want you to focus on that while we're doing this. And we're going to go for this count um, and this rep, you know, this rep range, this tempo, whatever. So show, tell, do. I do that. I have them go. They're really focused on something. And all of a sudden, someone just walks right in front of the mirror, taking their sweet time right by us, walks in front of them. And for two reps that this person mm -hmm. was doing, they missed what they were doing and it's frustrating. It's like, just walk around an individual. Don't walk in front of the mirror. There's no need for that. If you see yeah. someone's actually using the mirror the way that the reason why they're there, um, then just be very respectful of your space and, um, and other people, you know, what they're doing as well, because same thing, if you're doing traveling hops or traveling jumps and all of a sudden you're just in your own little world looking around and you, somebody's doing something explosive and you just walk right in front of them, that could actually increase the chance of injury for that individual. And it's not that you meant it. It's just, you were just very unaware. So just be aware of your surroundings and what's going on and, and, you know, stay out of people's way. <laughs> you, you mean these mirrors aren't for flexing in my, um, uh, tank top? that's, you know, just pulling up the sleeves just a little bit, just to see a little bit more of the, uh, you know, 
Well, how about this? This is what I see. And, and we talked about this, the selfie, you know, you're at the mirror and you're like, check out my guns and you got your selfie and you're, you're looking at the mirror or, you know, it's behind and you're, you're flexing your back so you can post it on social media and, you know, you're taking mirror space to do your selfies. I mean, seriously. Okay. If you want to take selfies of yourself, all the power to you, but just take them at home. You know, I mean, I, I'm not an advocate for that. I don't, I don't really care, but you know, like we don't need to see that at the gym. I'm not here to watch you flex. And if you're practicing, you know, for a, you know, like a competition or physique or mm-hmm. something like that, and you actually yeah. have a coach go into one of the private rooms. Um, a lot of these, these um, gyms, you know, have their uh, fitness rooms, you know, when they're doing their cardio classes or whatever classes and when they're not in session, that's a perfect time to be able to work on what you need to work without, right you know, being in someone's way. And I, I don't really want to have to look at that personally. So. Yeah. I mean, now that we're talking about selfies, I mean, uh, how many times have you seen now and your, your gym has been open a lot more than, well, a lot longer than the gyms over here. How about the guy that takes their phone and they kind of prop it just like, right, like right on the bench. Right. Oh. And, or on the dumbbell rack, you know, just put, let me just put this right there. And then that's where they want to do their bicep curls or their bench press. You know, they're they're getting their their PR that day. Um, <laughs> that, that's that's the other thing about. I mean, I guess we can have a whole segment on on cell phone use within the gym. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, you put it there, and then and then now you got to watch. You know, if, if I'm the guy next to the guy who's got the the camera going, now I got to watch out for. Okay, am I in this shot? I don't want to be in this shot, or am I blocking this shot because you know I don't want to. I don't want to get in his way. I want to help the brother out, you know, with, or you need those weights, you need <laughs> yeah. those weights and you're going to mess up his video because he decided to use it on a 50 pound weight and it's time to do 50 oh, pounds something it on the weight rack. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm like, but you know, you get the good angle though. And some of those racks, you could just, then you probably perfect lighting, so good angle. Perfect. The lighting's good. Mm-hmm. It's above, you know, it just makes everything kind of pop. Yeah. Um, because it's all about a video shoot and a photo shoot for yourself in order right. to, you know, enhance your look (laughs) only between only between 2 and 3 30 and then between 9 30 and 11 in the morning you know that's that and right before closing do all you want you know but don't do it at lunch don't do it don't do it in the morning rush don't do it in the after work crowd um but something else to look up as far as the gym is concerned you know cell phone policies that's just something you gotta you got to be be aware of because it does get in the way and it does give um, uh, it does it does put you in 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 uh, pretty hazardous uh, situations if if someone's on their cell phone they're not paying attention to what's going on they're just they've got that camera focused on them now they're looking at the phone versus keeping their eyes up and making sure that they know what's happening in the in the uh, environment around them because it doesn't take much. I mean, you know, Wendy, if someone's doing a multi-planar lunge and that means um, someone's lunging forward, they're lunging to the side and then they're turning to the side. And if you think, okay, this guy's doing forward lunges, but you didn't see what else this person was doing, then you could be walking in their way if you're not paying attention to, you know, what people have and are they going, are they going heavy or is their equipment overhead? So these are these are things that you want to pay attention to. And, and unfortunately, you know, cell phones or, or other camera type pieces of equipment um, can provide, 
you know, a pretty big distraction. And, mm -hmm. you know, on top of, you know, the selfies, taking pictures in, in the mirror, propping them on equipment, but also just taking your attention away from moving pieces of equipment, whether it's a dumbbell or let's say the arm of the, uh, the knee extension machine, right? You just don't know if you're going to be walking in that path or not. If you're, if you're busy looking at, okay, let me edit this. The lighting's a little bad. Um, <laughs> I'm just going to crop that a little bit. Let's see, what should I say what I'm doing here? Uh, what comment should, I, what witty remark should I put on this <laughs> social media post? And it's like, no, let me delete that. Right. So, mm -hmm. <laughs> so I mean, well, it gets, and, it's, it's ridiculous. It's, it gets and I ridiculous think, sometimes. you know, when you're when we're talking about cell phones, I mean, now that we're on the topic, I mean, <laughs> you have to be careful too, because like you said, there's policies and there's policies for cell phones for a reason, because you can't take photos, you can't take videos or anything like that when you're in the locker room. I mean, that's illegal. Mm -hmm. um, and you also have to think too, if you are, you know, doing a video and you have other people inside, and you don't have permission and, the, and you're in your video, that could also be an issue, you know, um, especially like people that that are come to my club. Some of them are professional athletes and, you know, they don't want to be in videos like for a reason. I don't post their stuff on my social media unless they say, hey, let, we're doing this and they want to post it. Um, so you have to be very respectful of who's in your video and all that stuff, too, because you want to black mm -hmm. out people's faces or blur them out because of identity. Um, plus, again, when you're in the locker room, it's illegal um, when you're, you know, taking pictures and people are showering or doing something in the background and you're not really aware of what's happening, it can be very uncomfortable. And that can, uh, that can, that can get you kicked out of a gym. It literally can get you mm -hmm. in trouble. Um, right. but, a, but a big one, big one, huge, huge. Um, for a trainer, don't be on your phone texting someone when you have a client. Okay. We've already talked about that. That is a no, no, but also, if you are in the gym and you're working out, you know, people listen, you know, to podcasts, hopefully they're listening to this while they're at the gym and they're getting pumped up and they're like, Oh, I see that. Or I'm not going to do that. Or, Oh man, I never thought of it. Um, cause you know, we are that good to be on everyone's podcast at the gym. Um, oh, but yeah. if you're listening oh, yeah. to music and stuff like that, all, all the power to you. The one thing is, is that when the phone rings and they've got their earbuds oh. in and, yeah. you know, and it's loud because, you know, you've got weights, you've got people talking, you've got music and so they're like, hey, it's so great to hear from you. And they have this conversation and everybody around them <laughs> can hear this conversation. Yeah. Nobody wants to hear what you have going on. No one. If you're going to take a call, kindly walk out of the gym, do your business. I'm not saying you can't take a call. Mm -hmm. Just don't take it in the gym. People don't want to hear what you have going on. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Go to the lobby or somewhere. Oh. Go to the check-in desk. Um, <laughs> can Just you don't imagine? Stand Okay. We actually hey. had that happen and we've had to give someone two warnings. If it happens again, we're going to have to remove him from the club because it's very distracting yeah. and it's always a business call that he has to take at a certain time. Uh, and it always is the same time that he shows up to the gym and it's very distracting and it makes it uncomfortable right. for those around. You want to go there to unwind, you know, listening to what you want to listen to. That's your time, not someone exactly. talking about business. I know. Like, can you, I mean, can you see that though? Like I'm finishing up my last couple exercises. I give you a call. Hey, Wendy, um, hey, I'm going to head over to the store on my way home. Uh, you need me to pick up anything? Yeah, no, I just bought some last week. Yeah, no, we're, uh, you know what? That sounds really good. Let's go. Let's have that for dinner tonight. All right, cool. How's your day? Yeah. You know, that, oh. that whole scenario. <laughs> it's like, yeah. 
Yeah, take that up when you when you get out. I mean, I don't need to know what's on your grocery list. I don't need to know that you're short on eggs and milk um, <laughs> or how Billy did on his test. I mean, I hope Billy did well. Uh, but, you know, from the from the vantage point of, yeah, that's that's something that, you know, do that on your own time. But when we're in the shared space, you're you're actually on my time as well. Um, but. Right. I do not want to have to keep turning up, turning up, turning up the volume of my, of my, uh, of my listening device just so I can drown you out. Um, but you know that's that's just the way it is. But you know we just need to be more considerate when it comes to, you know, being in communication with other people. That's what text messages are for. And the other thing about being on the phone, again, someone could be on the phone for two, three, four minutes. And in that amount of time, they're actually occupying a space. They could be on a bench. They could be on a selectorized piece of equipment. They could be using a, a certain dumbbell that somebody else is waiting for. So just know that if you're the guy using that piece of equipment and you're on the phone, you are, you're, you're stalling somebody else out. So that's not being a good neighbor. Well, um, another big one. I mean, I know we can talk about this forever, but I, know, I do want to touch can. on this one because this one's a big one. You know, you've got these guys that go to the gym. It's Monday. It's National Chess Day. Everyone, you know, they're loading oh, up yeah. the car. Yes, that's how that's how we roll. Um, oh, and load her up. Yes. And so you're doing, you know, a chest press. You've got your spotter behind you and you're you're grunting as loud as you can because you're doing everything that you can to get that piece of equipment up. Don't don't grunt unless you absolutely have to, because we know that when you do that, that specific breathing, a lot of times that does give you a little more power. So I understand that there can be a time, you know, or or a purpose. But when you're constantly going ugh, ugh, and you're making it really loud and it's it's very distracting for others. Um, you know, so and then, of course, you know, especially if you're using dumbbells and you, you're throwing up these dumbbells super heavy, you're grunting. And then when you're done, you just drop the weights and it's like an earthquake happened um, at the gym because of, you know, the different flooring. Sometimes it bounces. Sometimes it's really loud. And then it yeah. scares people. It, you know, it just is a very big distraction. So try to limit the amount of force that you're placing on. It's not you know, it's not good for the dumbbells either. But just try not to, you know, slam it down. Try not to grunt. Try not to sweat. And if you sweat, grab your towel, wipe it off. And this is another one. When you're done with the towel, put it in the bin when you're done. Another thing, and maybe this should have been the pet peeve. I am not there to pick up your sweaty, nasty towels. And no trainer should have to do that. Um, just use your towels. Be respectful. Try not to use like a 50,000 towels, especially if, if they're just available and you're just using one and then putting it away because there is someone that has to actually clean those towels. Um, but if no matter what you need to do to keep your your gym clean, safe and um, and and obviously keep yourself wiped down, just when you're done, please put it in the in the towel bin. Just please put it away. Yes. Yeah. Uh, this has been so fun. I mean, I, I, I love I these are like these are the ones that I could talk about all day because it's just personally I, I see it all the time. So I don't know. Ken, well, it's, it's always fun chatting with you anyway. Well, but. <laughs> yeah, I just say that, you know, and if all those things are things that you do not want to see, then, you know, that that's that's a big sign that uh, you need your own um, home gym, you know, mm -hmm. or work out in your basement or your garage. But that's just the reality of things. And hopefully that, uh, you know, you spending this time with us has given you some ideas on how you can be a better neighbor in your facility, in your health club or, or your gym. 
And, uh, you know, that way, you know, we can't expect everybody to to listen to this podcast and hear some of the things that we had to say about spitting in the sink, wiping things down, you know, put your stuff away, re-rack your dumbbells. But if you as a listener take these points and, you know, you be the you be the better neighbor, lead by example, um, hopefully, you know, then in that case, we've served our purpose for this episode, uh, the Random Fit Podcast for Gym Etiquette. So, Wendy, again, always great to see you. And uh, these topics, um, I'm sure we'll have a, a lot more that brings smiles and ha- has us reminiscing about yesteryear on, on working out with other people, sharing equipment. <laughs> but uh, if you like what we have uh, to share with you today and you like what we've got in our library of other episodes, Please follow, like, share, download, and um, we look forward to spending time with you in the future. So until then, take care and be well.